Welcome back, you guys. Hi. <laughs> this is our fourth episode of the Soul Sisters podcast. It sure is. How's everyone doing? I feel like I'm so fucking hyper. <laughs> I know. I feel like last time I was really hyper. I know, right? Like, listening back, I'm like, dude, I needed to take a Take a chill pill, bitch. So, Amber, what's new with you? What's the vibes? Um, Honestly, you know, everything is... Well, life is fucking strange, but I gotta say, I am happy because I got a fucking puppy, so... I know! He's like, so cute. He's such a little muffin. Honestly. His name's Bear. If, if you follow me on IG, you'll, you'll have seen him. Um, what is... What's his breed again? He's a... He's... I was gonna say a Mookie, like... The- <laughs> Mookie from the cafeteria <laughs> in high school. Um, he's a Morky. A Morky. He's a Morky. So, so Maltese he, Yorkie. Exactly. He he's is so like cute. actually a little baby bear. Honestly, like, the cutest thing. He can fit in like your like a hat. If you want your depression to be cured, you need to you buy one of these dogs. You see my dog. Literally, just roll by Amber's house. Can I see your dog? <laughs> he doesn't even like have his teeth coming in right now, so it's just yeah. Honestly, that's just so fucking cute. I feel yeah. like that's such a good vibe to have in your house right now. No, anyway. we needed, we needed it. My sister begged my mom for the longest time, and then it didn't go through, and she was really upset, like mortified, like more like really sad. And then um, I think my mom just saw that we were both like really struggling just with life. <laughs> like a life. And so she's like, you know what? Maybe it's a good idea. We need some good energy in this oh, house. Oh, I love it. And so she just came into my room one day and was like, Amber, I've decided I think I'm going to change my mind and let her have a dog. And I'm like, oh my God. That's Literally be, the best thing ever. Yeah, seriously, like the best day of our lives. Oh so. my God. No, honestly, I swear that is a therapy dog. Like, it's totally, totally necessary. I think animals are therapy in general. Oh, I just so, love him. I love him too. Well, I'm so glad you guys did that, honestly. So, what about you? Um, well, <laughs> I want a mental health leave from work for a month. Woo! Um, yeah. definitely necessary. And I decided I'm going to go back to school. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I was going between interior design or real estate. So, I think I'm going to do the real estate route and see where that takes me. I'm just like ready for a change. So, yeah. I feel like it's honestly like a really weird, like, dynamic because I'm so not used to being in school like I haven't been in school since like 20 it'll be very foreign like until you really jump into it yeah that's what's kind of scary about it and I think it's just like the fear of like failure that's like holding me mm-hmm. back but I'm like I'm just saying like I think I mentioned in the last episode that um my new year's resolution is to just like let life happen and like I love that yeah and just let myself free flow and like whatever's meant to be is going to be so um yeah I'm just saying fuck it and I'm doing it and we're making movements, you know what That's I mean? That's what it's about. I mean, at it the end really of the day, is. what are we really left, left to do in this world? Honestly, like, life is a video game. Like, it really is. That's literally nothing's real. Before <laughs> we um, put this on the air, like, we, I genuinely believe, it, I mean, we can get into the Matrix the other day, another day. <laughs> yeah. But it really, like, at the end of the day, you can stress yourself out about everything going on right now. And I have so much because yeah. I'm an overthinker. But at the end of the day, like... We don't know how much time we have here on this earth. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Period. At the end of the day, you just got to kind of go with it and just be like, you know what? I'm going to just try and be the best version I can be. And I'm just going to fucking roll with it. Honestly, that's all you can do. And I think, again, we put so much pressure on ourselves. And that's why I'm saying, you know what? Fuck it. Why am I going to stress myself out? Yeah. Like, let me just experience it. And if it doesn't go the way I want it to, then I'll try something else. Yeah, like, experience life. You yeah. Just with it. It's a fucking game. It's a play. Yeah. And we're just the players. So. <laughs> Literally. It's so true. <laughs> and, like, there's so much expectation on our 20s to figure it all out. We have our yeah. whole lives. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. It's so huge. So today, we want to talk about some of the questions that you guys asked us on our mm-hmm. Instagram polls. And one of the first ones we're going to discuss is manifestation. Manifestation. <laughs> You cut out, man. Oh, my God. We tried. I tried. tried. Um, So manifestation. 
I'm going to give you guys like a definition, like textbook definition of what manifestation Mm -hmm. is. So spiritual manifestation is the theory that through regular meditation and positive constructive thought, you can make your dreams and desires become reality. Spiritual manifestation revolves around the new age concept of the law of attraction. So manifestation and the law of attraction go hand in hand because you can manifest the life you want, but it won't come to fruition if you don't put the work in. That's where the law of attraction comes into place. So I feel like manifestation, law of attraction, even law of karma, it all ties into one concept. Um, but in terms of manifestation, um, the gist, so pretty much if you want to look at it in like a chart format, so like know what you want is the first thing Mm -hmm. when you're manifesting, you need to really look at your life, look at yourself and say, what is it that I truly desire? Whether that's financial growth, whether that's personal growth, whether that's like, um, your relationships and like improving relationships or whatever it might be, you have to like firmly know and believe what you want. And you have to, number two, ask the universe for it. So putting those thought processes out into the world and exchanging that energy and saying, this is exactly what I want and really believing that you can have it. And it's also just a point here in believing that you deserve it, like knowing yeah. you deserve it. It's knowing. Not just, it's not the belief, it's the knowing. You, you have to, stand to in that really, point of knowing. exactly. Yeah. It's the, the trust in yourself to really know that this is what you want and it's for you. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and then number three, feel and behave as if the object of your desire is on its way. So I feel like you kind of have to live your life literally saying, I know it's going to happen huh. and it's going to happen to me. And I want that. Therefore, I'm going to receive. And I feel like, I mean, we have specific examples and I feel like Amber has a really good one. <laughs> but anyway, oh, number God. four. Um, so number four is be open to receiving it. So being open to allowing that energy to come back to you. And I think with our own personal lives, we've experienced like true manifestation. We've literally seen it play out in front of our eyes. We've called it. It's a beautiful thing. So Amber, manifestation. Give me an example. <laughs> Give me a little bit of the tea. Oh my God, you're fucking hilarious. Um, well, I mean, I think we'll get into Soulmates Twin Flames, but I 100% found mine. Um, and I know he's going to listen to this and he's going to just like smile, but hi. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hi, honey, boo boo. Hey, man. Um, so basically... I just, like, especially in relationships, I went through very interesting relationships. Gotta say, um, I'm I'm totally, like, <clears throat> no burnt bridges at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm content. They're Which is content. so good. Like, we're solid. We're good. Um, all respect. We all wish each other well. Um, but I think, like, throughout <clears throat> my experiences, I just really, I mean, romantic relationships are going to be where you learn so much. 100%. And for me, I think over the years, like, you know, working on myself and I, I, I threw a lot of manifestation and a lot of intention work and a lot of shadow work. Yeah. I realized that, like, I also want somebody that can reflect that same kind of work. And I told myself, <clears throat> did I not tell you too, like, before I even met him, like, I am looking for a man who has done the work. 100%. And that was something that I... I mean, even at the time, I think I didn't even realize I was manifesting it, but I kept putting that out in the universe Mm -hmm. and I kept saying it. And I also put myself in a higher state of energy to the point where I'm like, this is the energy I would give to him, Mm -hmm. whoever that may be. And so this is the energy that I know I want to receive back. Yeah. And so I went through my dating phases and everything like that. And um, and that's also why there was resistance. And there was of a dating. lot of resistance when mm-hmm. I when I went through a lot of dating phases over the last year. And um, you know, I, again, met some amazing people, but it just wasn't clicking. And I knew 
it wasn't clicking because it wasn't exactly what I was actually manifesting. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because, like, when we <laughs> when we think about, like, physical manifestation, like, even, like, his body type and, yeah. like, just, like, <laughs> like the facial so hair. Weird. It's so weird, but it's so true. Like, the facial hair, I knew he would have, like, longer hair, mm-hmm. a beard, be brunette. You like, had a literal, like... I had, like, an actual picture. I knew the outline. And then when I met him, even at the time when we met, again, we'll make this a whole podcast, but... Yeah. When we met, which was online, he's actually from the UK. <laughs> so that's I haven't even met in person yet. Yeah, okay. So that's all the story. He's coming to Canada so very soon. I, in like two months. <laughs> I literally just smashed my elbow <laughs> against the table because I got so excited. Um, yeah, it's like Twin Flame reunion, you know? Yeah. Um, but where was I? Um, how you literally physically like had oh, an yeah, epiphany no. about the... You physically actually had like a... Uh, what, what's the word? Like a projected image of like in your mind of what you like saw a premonition. him yeah like a premonition 100%. yeah i had a premonition and i knew like i always like it was a certain body type i don't know it like i, I was attracted to but it was mm-hmm. like a yearning like a long calling or something yeah it's like and you like knew. you can't make this shit up and again when we first met it was actually we didn't even see it as anything like romantic or like sexual or anything like that mm-hmm. nothing like intimate um it was purely just like because we had very similar journeys with our health mm-hmm. and so we just started talking and then i don't know where something in me was like maybe we should do a zoom call i'm like i don't know why but i'm like i just mm-hmm. something in me was like i need to like see like him face to face yeah and then we just started talking and it kind of went from there and so we've been talking for quite a while now and yeah it just things progressed and it's actually fucking insanity and now like the more i look into i'm like he very much is like a mirror of me like he and again the more we talked about it he has done the work Mm -hmm. he has done so much shadow work and he's very conscious and very self-aware and like it's just it's so interesting how we reflect each other Mm -hmm. and the work we've done and again on a physical level it's like now as like things have come into fruition i'm like wow he actually is what i manifested so like to a t to a t like physically mentally spiritually like and on every, on every level. level so like for me it's very fascinating to see how this has played out but again like speaking with manifestation that wouldn't have happened and wouldn't have come into the picture unless i was fully ready and at the time actually like he had finally followed his intuition um, and I was at a point where I finally like followed my intuition and we both let go of this expectation of like meeting the one. And then a week later we both met each other when we wow. finally let go. And it was like both at the same time. That's literally what happens when you just let the power of manifestation unfold and like just let the free flow of life happen. Oh, it's, it's actually insane. It's actually not even normal. Um, we I talk about it all the time. We're like, it's still, we're still in disbelief. The fact that like, we're going to meet in, in the physical realm. Yeah. Like it's actually such a month. Because it's been, how many months have you guys been talking now? What if you, like, at the beginning, again, we didn't even, like, know what it was, what yeah. it was but we both knew we were, were very much, like, there was something drawing us. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know what it was at the time. Yeah. But, like, um, early, like, in the spring. Yeah, so it's already been quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, just things progress, but, like. And he's literally coming to Canada. For me. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, I'm like, that is, like, the most romantic gesture like, I've ever Our 16-year-old selves would be screaming oh my God, right now. I know. I'm I... screaming right now. Are you fucking kidding me? That's fucked. Yes. And, like, and like during, like, this whole pandemic, I'm like, gotta say, that is just... You, you, don't, you, don't, get, you don't just get the brownie. Too. You get the whole cake. Okay? Yeah, like, bitch. You fucking tell them. <laughs> but anyway, them. yeah, like, I think it's just really fascinating to see, like, when we go through a lot of, like, 
try like trials and errors and all that things and like I see and we both have talked about like actually throughout um our lives like how things were very in sync mm-hmm. at like different ages we went through very similar obstacles and we've also taken very similar lessons which honestly is totally a twin flame vibe oh 100% which we'll get into another day 100%. but it's also another thing I wanted to point out is that um I think it's very interesting in terms of manifestation you can manifest a person or a way of living or whatever it might be but also be careful what you wish for because Mm -hmm. you manifest those things and it comes to fruition and it also shows you a lot of things in yourself that are testing and triggering. And I think for you, especially like you hit points where certain triggers were coming up for you Mm -hmm. because you're in, you're having this experience with this guy who is everything you've ever, you know, wanted. And it's really intimidating and Mm -hmm. it's a totally different element that you're not used to. So it brings up a lot of different feelings and I feel like you're at a place now where you're very grounded. And... I'm a lot more grounded. Like, yeah. no, but you said it, you nailed it completely. Cause I think it's like, and, and again, I think when you meet, when you are really, and that's the thing too. I did say, I'm like, I want a conscious relationship. I want a conscious partner because I feel like I've done so much work. And again, I am totally like still beginner level. I feel, you know, like I'm still doing so much work on myself, but I know that I'm a conscious woman and I know I deserve that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, I was at the point where I'm like, yeah, the dating scene is whatever, not really caring unless I find that person. Yeah. And just ironically, it was like the one person I didn't see coming. Yeah. You know, it was someone who literally lives in another fucking <laughs> continent of the planet. Like, are you fucking kidding like me? Of like all fucking things. Out really? of all things. But you know what? Out of all people for this to happen to, I'm it not surprised it's you. It would be me. <laughs> I'm really not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Either. No, I love it. And that is literally a prime example of manifestation and again it all ties into you healing yourself and all that shit right so you Mm -hmm. can't you can manifest but unless you truly have like trust and belief in yourself and what you deserve and what you desire it plays into so many different things self-love it plays into the law of attraction and what you put out is what you're going to get back 100 percent. and i think that's the thing though it's funny because we have all these drop points like of like self-love karma um you know like all these things and really it's like they're not separate they're all they're all in one like they're all interchangeable because it's like even with the whole manifestation it's like when you are manifesting something which again it's a given it's going to be at a higher vibrational level you want this thing you also have to bring yourself to that type of energy you have to match it Mm -hmm. i mean you know because it's like if you're like oh i i really i want to be happy i want to be happy well then you have to put yourself in a high vibrational state because happiness on the scale from happiness to fear, it's very high. Mm -hmm. And so if you are to match that state and be as if you already have received this, then you will have it. And I think that's the thing too, with modern day age, um, like understanding of manifestation, it can get a little wishy-washy because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to envision this and I'm going to get it at my doorstep. Yeah, that's not how it works. And it's like, visualization is a huge part of it. But again, it's like, it's it's really an energy exchange. You have to be living in the same vibration of the things that you're manifesting. A hundred percent. You can't ask for happiness and manifest happiness if you're not doing things consciously every day, trying to put yourself at a higher vibration in order to achieve happiness. You can't lay in your bed all fuck a day and do nothing productive and not move your body and not feed yourself like the nutrients that you need. And uh, there's so many things, right? So you have to actively be doing things and working on yourself. And I truly believe once you're at that level of understanding and you truly manifest the things that you desire I feel like it's just 10 times more attainable 100% and I also think like you know we have these conversations a lot whenever I'm talking to someone about manifestation I say I'm like it really you're quite frankly you're doing it (laughs) 
quote unquote wrong if you're saying I want this. Yeah. Because again, we're not we're not down like we're not saying having a desire is bad. You obviously need a desire to, in order to manifest it. Mm-hmm. But I think I think if you're constantly putting in your head, I want, I want, I want, I need, I need, I need, you're also putting out in the universe that you don't already have it. Mm-hmm. And that's the key to manifesting. Again, like Christina was saying, it's like you have to put yourself in a state where you have already received it. Yeah. And actually Joe Dispenza, like he has changed the name of the game for yeah. me. Honestly, I totally like, recommend Joe Dispenza I to was everyone. In, like I must there's this one podcast that he has with Tom Bilio. I absolutely love his podcast channel. But um on YouTube, he like Joe Dispenza goes into it and he has pretty much changed the lives of many people through changing their like energy levels and higher and, thinking you know and like people have healed their d- diseases mm-hmm. and again a lot of it is just rewiring the like the neural networks mm-hmm. in your brain it's rewiring because again the whole idea is that when we constantly are living habitually and like we're doing certain things that are you know just keeping us at a low state so for example let's take dr- uh, drinking or mm-hmm. drugs and if we're constantly like, oh, I want to I want to do better, I want to do this, whatever. But it's like if you're constantly in this low state and you're constantly doing this habitual, you're, you're, you're actually hardwiring your brain. And so now it's almost like a habit. Yeah. And now your body is like, well, I, I need to do this. I need to get this fixed. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can actually rewire your brain. And through, there's so many different aspects of exactly. it. Exactly. And through intention, through thought, through so many tools, you can rewire your brain and again, it's it's pretty much just changing the narrative, mm-hmm. and it's gonna take persistence every single day. But that's uh, I'm gonna I hope I don't butcher it, but it's called neuroplasticity. Yeah, and it's the idea that you know our brains and our networks they're they're uh, flexible. Well, not to mention drinking numbs out certain parts of your brain, so it actually when you get really fucked up and you like forget things throughout the night, you're like oh, I blacked out, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like actually, there's parts of your brain that literally shut off from the alcohol. It's such a depressant, and it affects so many parts of your body that that's the reason why I've cut it out a lot. Like I don't really drink as much. It affects it's, my mood greatly. 100. percent I feel like it's just because it is a depressant. At the end of the day, it's just one of the prime examples of how when you you know try and actually rewire your brain. And obviously, addiction is a real thing. We're not saying that it's not, but at the same mm-hmm. time, there are different things that you can try to do and different outlooks. And I feel like it's huge. I, and I think even looking at the course of our lives and stuff, there's certain points, especially relating back to our younger years and adolescence and everything, we were so negative, negative self-talk, negative about everything. We we're, we manifested like these. I swear it lingered to like yeah. a huge bubble around us yeah. of like negativity. Like you yeah. like sense that. hundred percent. We literally were living in pure teen angst. Like totally. It was so bad. But again, because of that, I feel like we live such a negative fucking life yeah, at that point. Don't. Whereas now we've literally had to rewire our way of thinking, our total, our perception mm-hmm. of life through our experiences and through realizing and coming into ourself as like, you know, grown adult women saying, I do not, I'm going to only accept what I deserve. And because I've done the fucking work and I know what I deserve. And if you don't give it to me, I'm going to give it to myself because mm-hmm. we don't accept anything less. And I feel like when you put that energy out into the world, it's that law of attraction. What you're putting out there is what you're going to receive. Mm-hmm. There's a yin and the yang to it, right? It's even funny though, because in our, <clears throat> one of our previous podcasts, we said how we were younger and we, we wanted like a depressed, like boy. a depressed emo boy. But when you really think about it, like as a conscious, like more like a, a grown woman, I'm like, no, I need a man who like can take care of himself too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like we're going to take care of each other. But at, like, at the same time, but don't like, rely on me for, I'm like, I also move. enjoy my solitude. I, I need my solitude yeah. to do my practice, to do my growth, to, to be the best know? version of yourself. And like, that's where it's like, I realized like early on, like throughout relationships, I'm like, wow, like they can't love 
me enough for me to love myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah, it helps. You know, romantic relationships can really grow you as a person. But at the end of the day, my early relationships, I lacked a lot of love for mm-hmm. myself. And that really showed in the relationship. There was a huge disconnect with yeah. me and them. I wasn't my most raw, vulnerable self. So I almost didn't. I didn't fall the way I would have had I done that. And that's the thing when you go into a relationship and this also like someone also asked us a question about self-love and how do we love ourselves. And I think that that ties into it because at the end of the day, you can go into a relationship with someone. And if you're lacking all of that love for yourself, that love that you should have for yourself, the love that takes a long time to grow and you need to learn and really like go look in the mirror and look at yourself and say like, you know, I'm beautiful, really believe those things and manifest that energy. Mm-hmm. And when you go into a relationship, not having that and lacking those things, it makes it a lot more difficult to actually be like truly yourself and allow that relationship to truly blossom into what it could be. So it all kind of ties in, I think, again, law of attraction. So um, let's go into that a little bit. So if we're going to quote like textbook definition. So basically the philosophy of the law of attraction is the belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. So through the energy process of positive thinking, the philosophy of the law of attraction allows a person to attract better health, wealth, and relationships. It is essentially a cognitive reframing of the way one views their life through perception. By adjusting our perception and the way we view the way that we live and so many other aspects of our lives, we are able to attract things that we truly want in the energy exchange we have with others as well as ourselves in the universe. So I think the law of attraction plays into every aspect of our lives. And going off of what your example was, I've had a very similar experience this year with having premonitions about this time of, or the end of 2020, I guess, right? Uh, we so, can talk about that. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because, I mean, I've told literally everybody, and as early as probably, like, April or May in, yeah. into the year, I was having premonitions about the end of 2020, so into the months of October, November time. I remember sitting here in my room, too, talking about it. Yeah, we literally had so many conversations about this, and I literally said, Amber, like, something about that time of the year, I'm having premonitions about it. There's going to be very big changes. Something that we're manifesting is going to come to fruition. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad or somewhere in the middle, but I knew intuitively something was telling me that a big shift was going to happen. And even in terms of relationships on my end, I've been single for like over two years, I guess. I don't Mm -hmm. know exactly the timeline now, but it's been a while. And I've been saying like, I'm not in a place where I want to waste any more time with men just because I've done it so much. And I really, I guess self-love, right? I really learned how to love myself finally. And I got to a place where I was no longer accepting these half-assed efforts from these men that really didn't see what, what was sitting right in front of them. So I kind of put that chapter behind me and which is a big thing for me because I feel like for so many years I was allowing myself to be mistreated by a lot of different types of men and Mm -hmm. men that took advantage of me in more ways than one. So I'm, I'm pretty much in terms of law of attraction, I've been putting out into the universe that the man that I want to be with is somebody that I may not necessarily like consider my type. I may not necessarily um, think that we might even like match up. Like, I don't know, like just someone that's kind of like out of the blue for me. Mm -hmm. And because I've always gone for my type, they say like, you never should really go for your type. And I feel like I've gone for literally all Spanish men my entire life. So that is why it hasn't worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like I love you Latinos, Uh, but like it just hasn't worked for me. (laughs) Fuck. So it's interesting because I said that and I know that the man that I want to be with is someone who's going to take care of me as much as I take care of them. Just the certain attributes that I was looking for and have been putting out to the universe ended up kind of coming to fruition for me. So fast forward, um, the guy that I've spoken about, like obviously in the other podcasts, 
it's interesting because when we first started hanging out, I was like, I don't know. Like, it, I was, like, really stressed out about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, this is, like, such a different atmosphere for me. He's, like, super nice guy, whatever. Literally everything that I said that I manifested all came to fruition at that point. And I was like, wow, like, I didn't know, like, a guy was, a, a guy could be normal. Like, and actually just, like, mm-hmm. be a genuine, good person. But it like, also catalyzed, like, it catalyzed your whole trip with like therapy and Mm -hmm. doing so much other work that you like just it came all into fruition exactly and so i realized that at the point that him and i had stopped talking i was like you know what there's so many triggers that have been coming up for me while i've been seeing this guy and it's all coming up from my past relationships and things that i was scared to address and i things that i thought i had addressed but really i guess secretly hadn't and it all kind of came out of like the back of my brain and was like hey by the way bitch you haven't dealt with this (laughs) shit so i'm like okay fuck so then i was like okay so started going to therapy and which was a big move for me and going to therapy is big for anybody like it's a huge commitment and it takes a lot of work but totally worth it and I love our therapist because we have the same one shout she's out great. she's great <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting because as I've been going to therapy and literally working through my traumas um I realized that one of the biggest catalysts was meeting this guy and having like these great experiences with him it ended and you know the abandonment issues play into that too right and those are things that i realized you know i seriously need to work on and going to therapy all these things have come up and i'm dealing with them and i'm like wow like this was all a part of the journey of literally putting me into position where i felt intuitively that i was ready to heal yeah and i've been saying you know i want to heal and i'm doing things actively to try and heal and really the next step for me was like going into therapy and actually starting like the real fucking work and like really getting deep down into my brain and figuring it all out and so obviously it's still early on in the process but the point is i put that out there into the universe the law of attraction said okay i'm gonna give this to you and then it also was a huge at first, exactly at first you were like dude this is rough yeah like, that's the thing it's like you were gonna go through the ringer but and sometimes i think it's it's important to note that what you manifest isn't always gonna come in the the form that you expect it to exactly so that's why it's be huge. careful what you wish for yeah. because you can manifest you know the thing that you want the most but guess what the universe will give it to you and then you have 10 more tests that you need to deal with yeah. and that's why i think even in terms of loving yourself and and being in a relationship it, you can simultaneously have both. But I feel as though for myself, I had to learn how to love myself alone and really remove that oh, uh, the external men. You know, it's I feel like it's very similar for a lot of people. And I think now we're finally at a place where we're like, you know what? We love ourselves and we know what we deserve. And therefore, the universe is going to give it to me. And it's mine. And we have you also it. don't settle on it either. You're yeah. Like, oh, maybe this will work out. Maybe you, you know, set I your boundaries. I see something in there. I'm like, no, I'm like, unless I see it right off the bat. I'm not fucking gonna try and fucking play Scooby Doo here. No, like, we're I'm not projecting not, like... <laughs> our. We're not projecting um, the image of what we want. We know what we want yeah. now, and I feel like you know it's a lot of potential talk and looking at a man and saying, "Oh well, you know he could be this," or if I help him, he can get here. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like you really have to look at yourself and say, "Do I love myself enough to take a step back and say, how about I give myself what I deserve right now? If this man is not leveling up to meet me, I'm not going to lower my vibration to meet him." And anything in this life, you know what I mean? Yeah job if it doesn't serve you anymore you know what I mean like and I think once you kind of it's all again it's it's like you have to almost take it like it's like this this game but in in all means like take it seriously Mm -hmm. but it's like it's just basically a game of leveling up in life and that's really what it comes down to it's like can you have you like for me a huge lesson was have I learned the lesson of trusting my intuition because there was time and time again I would be seeing someone and I'm like oh god I'm like it could be easy it could be fun but it isn't deep like I need it to be. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's just, or is it not even just about depth? I mean, it, it could just be so many different things intuitively. Maybe I couldn't even name something that was wrong, but intuitively in my gut instinct, I'm like, 
fuck, I have this pull against them. Mm-hmm. And I can't quite name it, but I know it's there. And I, if I, if everything up until this point has led me to this point, then I should trust my intuition and not do it. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like the universe puts me in, and you, have, has put us in tests where it's like, I always imagine the universe just being like, is she going to do it? Yeah. Is she going to give in? Literally just fucking laughing she, yeah, at you. You know what I mean? Like, is she going to keep doing the same fucking cycles? Yeah. And I just, I was at the point, especially in the last, like, I would say year, I was like, no, fuck this. I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you know? I upped my vibration. I upped my energy field. And I also changed my intention. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that, you also start vibrating at a different level. And on a frequency level, people don't even know it, but they but they are more attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, things opportunities they attract your way because of your energy change. Yeah. So, I think for me, that's where I like I start I jump started a new job, um, and I you know I, st- I I'm now back in school. All of these little things, it's mm-hmm. all around the law of attraction, law of karma, or law of um, everything. Yeah, the law of the universe. And so, I mean, but it does tie into the law of karma too. Law of karma and law of attraction can kind of, in my opinion, be a little bit interchangeably used only yeah. because when I think about, like, the law of karma, I, again, some people aren't really big on it, but I do, I just kind of look at it in terms of energy in the sense of, like, the yin and the yang, and, like, I think everything in life is about having that balance. Yeah. Whether it's a co- conscious rela- relationship, you need that balance. Whether it's with yourself, you need the alignment of your chakras, mm-hmm. you need that balance. Or It's interesting be... with karma, yeah. too, because I feel like in terms of religion, I've heard a lot of people, like, say, like, oh, are you religious? Or, like, do you believe in karma? So it's kind of like, I, I don't know, do religious people not believe in karma? I don't see them as two distinct, like, different things. Yeah, I don't either. I feel like at the end of the day, as just a human being on an energy level, karma is so evident and we've all experienced it and mm-hmm. that's why I know if I'm like there's something bad I want to do and I'm like it's kind of naughty I'm like should I do it should I be a bad girl and just do it and then I'm like oh wait a second karma's gonna fuck me hard no, like but I'm that's not the thing. gonna and do I've it and I've seen it and we've experienced it too I'm like I know if I do something that isn't in my highest self and I do it and then something else bad happens the same day or even like months from then I'm like fuck it was that time yep. it was that you time. look back like, and you're like I, I fucked myself I know and yep. I'm just like I almost laughed myself because I'm like you're an idiot yeah but you know what and even so I think it's important to note that everything is neutral the human ego makes it positive or negative Mm -hmm. and again then people would be like oh well what about war what about child abuse yeah i understand that i mean obviously we have thinking minds we can we can see what's wrong what's but again at when you when you really like reduce everything down it really is our perception of everything that Mm -hmm. makes it so yeah and so i think like the universe is very neutral it's not like well amber did this so we're gonna punish her it's more like it's just the bal- rebalancing of energy. Yeah. And so it's like... Everything is energy at the end of the day. If you believe in yeah. energy and you believe that every every molecule, every atom, every everything physically and spiritually and everything that you feel and when you enter into a space, like I can walk into somebody's house and just feel if the vibe is good or yeah. not. It's everything is energy and at the end of the day, if you're going to put negative energy constantly out into the world, that's what you're going to get yeah. back. And I think sometimes people think it's like, you know, karma looks exactly like, okay, well, if... if if he cheated on her, then he's going to get cheated on. It's not always like that. Karma, in my opinion, is like, okay, if he cheated on her, he's never going to know what a conscious, beautiful, loving relationship is. And he's never going to have that kind of family dynamic with a woman for the rest of his life. I mm-hmm. think that's karma. That's he's enough never karma gonna for know anyone. True love. Mm-hmm. I think that's karma. I think that's the balancing. He's putting out an attention that he just wants to fuck around. Yeah. And so he's never going to know what true love is. Oh, I think fuck. that is... Yep. Nailed it. You know? Yeah. I think that's karma. And honestly, it's so funny that you say that because looking back at my ex-relationship and thinking about just all the fucked up shit this man put me through, okay? Just the shit, the amount of shit. And 
I was like, when is he going to fucking face his karma? And when is he going to go through what he put me through? Guess what? I left that relationship. I, I stayed single. I stayed working on myself. I continued putting myself as my number one priority. And over time, it's just gotten more uh, more beautiful of a journey for myself oh, and yeah. my own life. You've grown so much. And guess what this man did? He got into another relationship two weeks after he broke up. I broke up with his ass. <laughs> and he moved in. Yeah, and they moved in <laughs> after six months. And I'm like, so clearly, there's that quote. I always see it on Instagram. And it's like, um, the loyal person in the relationship after the relationship relationship is over remains single and the unloyal person is always the first to get back into another relationship. I think that's the thing though. Like people really jump into relationships so fast and it's, again, their ego just wants to be in that comfortable state to not do the work. And a mm-hmm. lot of people use relationships, unfortunately, as an excuse not to do the work because they're yeah. so focused on the other. Yeah. And it, oh, and that's real. why knowing that, putting that intention out into the universe saying, I'm going to focus on myself. I'm going to do what I need to do for me and make myself my number one priority. And if someone else aligns with that same vibration and they're also doing the work and, you know, the work is lifelong. It's the, the work is for the rest of your life. You're always going to be working on yourself if you're conscious enough. And that's how you change and grow as a person. And if you meet somebody on that same wavelength, it's definitely possible to, you know, attract that Vibe. You're also going to be open to it, though. And yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like open, you're to be open to receiving it, but you're also going to appreciate it then. You yeah. know, it's not like you're begging for it. Because mm-hmm. I think when we are really much more, um, you know, attached to the ego and we're like, oh, I just I just want to be in a relationship. I just want to have someone to love me and nurture me. It's the me. ego. It's the you desperation. I mean? It's like we want that person to just give us everything that we can't even give to ourselves. And it's just going to end badly. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I know some people that are, again, quote unquote, happily living their lives and their relationships and but at the end of the day it's like you you see that little glimmer in their eye and you're like oh man I don't think you know truth I don't think you know happiness and 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 maybe that's not my place to say but again I'm a very and everyone's level of happiness (laughs) and and their perception of it and what they want is different and but I know for us but I mean you know when we're thinking of like happiness in terms of like the philosophical meaning right that's really when I have a conversation with someone I'm like you know because even like I've had conversations even like with my family around like all the shit with going on right now and you know with or COVID. even with people and they're like i i, I don't want to know mm-hmm. i don't want to know just just whatever ignorance. fuck it like just ignore it and i'm like so you're telling me you'd rather be ignorant mm-hmm. they're like well i'm better off that way i'm like so you're saying ignorance is bliss but see i disagree because i was ignorant and i was fucking not happy even when i thought it was happy mm-hmm. and i think you really only it's kind of like that whole idea of like you can only truly and understand and appreciate the heights that like and the beauty of the mountains mm-hmm. when you can finally when you have like went to the depths below them 100 percent, you know and it's like you don't have that kind of perspective and so for me it's like you and me are always very big on that and like i've always been a truth seeker i'm, I'm very much you know i'm like for me i'm like even if it causes me pain i know in the long run i'm someone who i need to live knowing that i tried my best to understand the truth of 100 in this life yeah why would you want to live a life differently? And I feel like at the end of the day, we are both the same. And even if the truth fucking kills us, I still would rather have the truth than blissful ignorance. Exactly. You, And that's the thing. I think for me, the biggest thing has been doing the work on myself. Because I'm like, I'm someone who, it's my blessing and my curse. Same with you. Because it's like the shadow work, you can, you get so, you it, you have to dive completely into it. You mm-hmm. can't half-ass it. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's a very painful experience and it's a lifelong experience. But, like, you have – I'm, I'm devoted to it now because yeah. I'm, like, it's brought me so much change. And I'm, like, I just can't live a life – like, once you open your third eye, once you open even a little bit of the curtain, I'm one of those people, I'm, like, 
curiosity killed the cat because mm-hmm. now I need to know what the fuck is behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to know everything if mm-hmm. it's possible. And so for me, I'm just one of those, I'm all or nothing. Yeah. And I think with this type of stuff, it's like, you know, law of attraction, law of karma, self-development, growth. It's like, I just think a life well lived is a life that is lived again, not in the confines of like ignorance. Yeah. I don't, for me personally, I know my soul will never be satisfied with mm-hmm. being ignorant and sh- turning a blind eye. Like it physically hurts. It, it doesn't sit. It does not, it does not actually well with align me. with who you are as a person. And I think knowing the shit that we've been through in our lives. Well, it knocked us out. Like it knocked us open. Oh, 100%. We're literally hitting fucking, hitting the ground and below and then literally scratching your way back up again and having that perception and an understanding makes us want to be better people and by being a better person it's learning how to truly love yourself it's learning that you deserve everything that you desire and more and truly believing it and really putting that out there and even in terms of the law of karma so if we're gonna go textbook definition Mm -hmm. law of karma one can think of law of karma as the spiritual equivalent of newton's law of motion for every action there is an equal but opposite reaction when we exhibit a negative force in thought word or action that negative energy will come back to us So karma can be exhibited through positive or negative action or thought. Therefore, when you put a positive action of energy out into the world, you will receive back a positive action of energy. Mm -hmm. The same goes for negative as well. So I feel like tying into the yin and yang aspect, right? I know for myself that so many instances of my life, I'm like, I know that I'm consciously making an effort to be the best version of me. And because of that, I know I've received that energy tenfold back. And even in my relationships with people and our relationship and our friendship, when we finally got to a point where we put our, we egos aside. Yeah. Put the ego aside and really said, you know, fuck my ego. Let me really try to do my best to, you know, make my friendships thrive. And by making your friendships thrive, you need to be in your best place of self. And so that I feel like is one of the most important things that the yin and the yang, it's all about the balance in life. Everything in life is a balance. It's all a balancing act. It totally is. I think that's the thing too. It's like, even with this whole, again, law of attraction, the karma thing, it's like, there's a lot of good karma that happens too. It's like, you know, maybe at the time where you're doing all the shadow work and it's, it's fucking hard because Mm -hmm. shadow work is going to call you to to face a lot of your trauma. A lot of your triggers It's going to bring up a lot of shit. Yeah. And so in hindsight, like, you know, like looking and being at that, those moments again, Mm -hmm. it could bring up a lot of intensity and a lot of pain yeah but you know in the long run that is could i would say it it will 100 percent from experience bring positive karma Mm -hmm. even if that initial interaction and experience of doing the work is very rough Mm -hmm. because intuitively anybody who has done the shadow work and consciously knows that they're putting that intention to be better they know there's a payoff because they have experienced it Mm -hmm. and so it's like every time you do that and you go deep within and again you face a lot of your shit yeah you know that it's gonna pay off and it does in and it could be in the smallest moments it could Mm -hmm. be in a moment where with somebody who you used to trigger you no longer has that effect on you because you've learned through a lot of shadow work you can know they don't longer have that hold Mm -hmm. that you just respond and that yep that is probably like when everything shifts that power shift and when you can consciously like appreciate a moment like that Mm -hmm. you realize just how important it is to do that work it's such a beautiful moment and i think a big thing too going off of that is even looking at your cycles what are your cycles that you've been consciously living in and repeating for long periods of time and i feel like for us we've actually finally gotten to a place i would say within the last year to two years yeah but i would say specifically the last year of actually looking at our cycles that we've been playing out over and over again, especially when it comes to our, our relationships with men, mm-hmm. um, and actually have put our cycles to an end. 
And that's really what it is because it's very comfortable. And like, mm -hmm. I think that's the thing. It's like, even over the years, we would have, <laughs> fuck, we would have conversations about our cycles. And it's, it's again, a conscious person can acknowledge that they're in a cycle mm -hmm. and still do them. And still do and them. And that's the thing. I did that too. Yeah. Because again, there's certain parts where you're like, okay, I'm breaking this pattern, but like, I'm still doing this. And I think a huge one for me was finding myself habitually in relationships where I'm like, I know intuitively, I've never felt my intuition fully draw me to someone. I've always been like, okay, yeah, there's like this, this, and this, but um, I always felt like intuitively in my gut, I'm like, oh, there's something pulling me away. Yeah. And I think just to like recap, like with the, this guy that I met, it's like, we both have had those experiences and we both have mentioned how like for once we don't feel that. For once we feel that complete and total um, pull. And so wow. it's a very different feeling and yeah. it's a very liberating feeling when you haven't experienced it to that degree. And this is why I think that after all the work, and again, the work is ongoing forever, but mm -hmm. the work that you've done up until this point in your life has put you in a position where you literally manifested and had premonitions about the certain type of man you were looking for, and the universe literally put it in your fucking lap. I mean, it put it into your fucking iPhone through Instagram, <laughs> yeah, like, where you guys, when you guys started talking. I actually but, found it through a hashtag, guys, like a hashtag, and like... It was, it's funny because actually, you know what, just very, very brief. Again, this will be a whole thing, but <laughs> it does play into manifestation because so, oh man, it's such a long journey because I'm basically healing a huge, like I'm healing my health right now. But when I first started, I actually had to switch from a vegan diet to an animal-based diet because I couldn't like absorb anything. Yeah. And so my body was just like Which we need to everything. talk about in another episode Oh as God, well. it's long. But anyway, basically, like, you know, I had to start in this elimination diet. And so I was trying to, like, do a lot of research and figure out how to do it. And so on Instagram, I searched up, like, animal-based healing. And then, of course, I'm looking through all the, like, little hashtags, whatever. And there's, like, thousands and thousands, okay? Yeah. And for whatever reason, his photo popped up. And it was a post of him talking about his healing from, from when he was vegan and how he couldn't di digest any foods and how he's been healing on animal base. What are the fucking So odds? I was like, oh, cool. Like, this guy has literally experienced the same fucking bullshit I have. Mm -hmm. And so I messaged him and followed him. And I was just like, oh, my God, cool. Like, I met someone, like, or, like, it's cool that he has, like, a similar We both have, story. like, fucked up health issues Yeah, together. basically. And, yeah, it was just, like, very brief, probably for weeks. Um, You know, I probably commented on it's, like, steak. Like, literally <laughs> nothing. Like, I didn't think anything of it. I'm just, like, a fucking weirdo like, and then like steak baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then i think i messaged him being like oh like what do you typically eat i'm curious because again i was just with the intention that i'm literally just trying to heal and you're trying to heal from your health journey which led you to doing further research on instagram trying to find people that shared a similar experience you came across this guy he was at the same point in his journey healing from the damage like i'm sorry if just take a second and think about that okay <laughs> i want everyone to sit down and really think about that she literally amber conway literally <laughs> i fucking can't with you I can't, I can't. no seriously you went on a journey of really trying to dive deep and you still are and trying to figure out all of your health shit and there's so many fucking aspects of it and it's it's such a mission and a journey for you and it's like a five-hour podcast literally that's a whole other thing so like that's good. so crazy but because of those things and you manifesting and really aligning with yourself and saying i want to better myself physically my health that went into literally finding this guy on instagram who has pretty much the exact same issues mm -hmm, that you do mm -hmm. and through that you connected which it's very rare like your situation is very rare yeah. and that's why it's so interesting that you came across someone like him who literally shares so many of the same things and fast forward and you guys are like fucking in love and shit <laughs> 
<laughs> no, honestly, it's 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 fascinating because like then we started talking about everything else, like yeah. morals, politics, like like fundamentals, and it was like bang on. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is just odd. Like I You're weirdly aligned with this person. Very weirdly aligned. And like that's where like again I just was like, okay, we need to do a Zoom. Like, we started just, like, going off on novels. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just weird how natural it is. Yeah. And then, yeah, we just went on Zoom calls, and then it was kind of history from there. But, like... But that just goes to show, manifestation is fucking real. Yeah. Like, the law of attraction is fucking real. Like, out of you all are the living hashtags, it. And, again, this was at a point... He's five hours in advance, too, right? So, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's at a point where it's, like, I could have easily not gone on Instagram that day. I could have easily not searched up that thing. Mm-hmm. But because I had that intention to heal myself, and I was... Again, this is actually the action part of manifestation. I was actually looking out and going about trying to heal, mm-hmm. putting that physical effort forward. Yeah. And again, he was doing the same thing. He was posting, trying to get like gather awareness. He was trying to ex- like express and be vulnerable in his experience too. Mm-hmm. That's how we ended up interacting. Yeah. It's just like so mind blowing how that actually works. But it's and like literally, how could you not be dissociated when this? No, I know, life? and that's why I'm like, we always talk about how surreal it is. Like I'm yeah. in disbelief that like. I met this man and he's actually like traveling to Canada. No, like this man is literally (laughs) picking up his fucking life in a suitcase and coming here to literally like be with you. (laughs) Bitch, what in the fresh fucking Nicholas Sparks hell? What? (laughs) Yeah, he's actually like traveling to see, like to meet his biological father. He's going on a whole mission himself. Yeah, which is a whole other journey of self discovery, right? So anyway, yeah, that'll be a different podcast, guys. But it does so play (laughs) into manifestation. manifestation. Like it's huge honestly and it's so exciting to me just because i feel like after all these fucking years literally 10 years of it being bff <laughs> and i was literally being like oh my god i wish i want a boyfriend I'm like fuck like whatever <laughs> like it's so annoying but like literally we're finally at a place like after being friends for so long yeah. and i'm seeing you like literally over the moon happy i'm not worried Aww, for the first so time hard. i mean yeah no <laughs> yeah, listen this would like be so like teary <laughs> No, but, like, seriously speaking, like, the type of person that he is, obviously, when things, you you guys actually, like, start, like, hanging out in person when he gets mm-hmm. here and whatever, everything's going to change. It's going to be a very different experience. But from, I really do have faith that everything's going to work out, and you're a smart person, and that's why... I know, and I've seen you grow, and I've seen everything come to fruition for you, and the amount of work that you've put in cautiously every single day, it's all paying off. And that's mm-hmm. why I know that manifestation's fucking real and if no one fucking believes it even after listening to this I don't know what to tell you you're a lost cause <laughs> <laughs> like you're a well, lost cause well and that's like the whole thing where we talk about like a huge part of like lessons is like for me learning my intuition yeah and like learning to trust and trusting it. it and that's where for me I'm like you know everything in, in my life even even choosing the wrong program in school mm-hmm. you know choosing to be so dogmatic about veganism and it totally fucking fucking up my health, literally almost killing me. Yeah. And all of these things, like, I totally went against my intuition. And so for me, it's like the universe is finally like, okay, now your intuition is doing the opposite and pointing you in certain directions. Yeah. Are you going to follow it? Mm-hmm. Are you going to follow that? And it's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Because I'm at the point where I'm also ready to receive. I'm like, you know what? I am deserving. I do love myself enough th- th- that I know that everything I fucking went through, I deserve these things too. Yeah. And I'm at that level. You know what I mean? And so that's where I'm at and that's how I have attracted certain things. Yeah. I'm going back to school. I'm like, you know, I, I want, I know my career now. You know, I know I have my close relationships down pat. You and me have never been more strong and like attracting partners. Like, I know. Attracting him. And so for me, it's like everything is coming to fruition. And I think when you start healing your mind, body, and soul in these ways, and when you start really focusing in on yourself, that's really where the catalyst for change happens. It's yeah. not cliche. It's actually the real fact. A hundred percent. And that's why when I say in terms of, we're going to go back to, you know, manifestation, law of attraction, law of karma, all of these things, they are laws for a reason. 
and we're speaking law in terms of we know for a fact through our experiences exactly what we've been through and how it's played out and how it's it's created a like trickling down domino effect of everything else in our life that's going to be affected by it and that's how i know that looking back at the last even five years of progress that we've made everything that we've done consciously every single day is fucking literally hell on earth like, <laughs> it's fucking hell purgatory. bro like literally purgatory dissociation <laughs> to the purgatory. fucking i can't even explain in words but that's the thing it's not easy we're not saying it's like oh yeah just heal yourself it's not unicorns <laughs> and fucking puppies bro. no like it's, it's actually, fucking hard it's work pro- it's the hard like i said it's the hardest work you'll ever do but it's the most rewarding yeah. payoff and when you f- get that payoff and you start experiencing like everything kind of coming to um like fruition i think that you really just have to stop giving a fuck about what people think and stop comparing yourself to others. I feel like that's a huge fucking issue because I look at myself like I'm actually like in the midst of writing a poetry book and I'm like, buy it off my Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I was writing something last night and it was relating to like my 16 year old self and like looking in the mirror and just hating myself and like wanting to be different and look like that girl or that girl or whatever the Mm. fuck. And for so many years I lived in shame of my body and really not wanting to be inside my own fucking skin you know what I mean and finally getting to a point where I'm like you know like I have a polycystic ovary syndrome so over the last few years I've gained a significant amount of weight which has made me super fucking uncomfortable and I wasn't really used to it but I've literally gotten to a point where I'm like this is the in quotation you know biggest like um, largest weight I've been in mm-hmm, my life mm-hmm. but I've never been more confident in myself I've never loved myself as much as I do right now yeah. because I know it's not fucking beauty is skin deep you know what I mean like we are so much more than the outside and I feel like I we kind of get lost in that in yeah. society and we are surrounded by you know fucking people on Instagram who look perfect all the time and we're constantly living and trying to live up to these expectations of these unrealistic things and it plays into so many aspects of how we feel about ourselves and self-love is huge and I think um like even on onto self-love like I feel like even opinions of others allow yourself to make mistakes remember your value it doesn't lie Mm -hmm. in how your body looks don't be afraid to let go of toxic people which is something we've finally kind of learned how to do I feel like we've let go of like everyone that's toxic and like, yeah, and honestly, and I think that's the thing. I, again, part of everything we've been talking about, I, like, my my whole intention, um, actually, like, I would say my intention last year, going into the year, mm-hmm. it was, like, follow your intuition. Yeah. And, like, I said this, too. I even posted it on my account where my phrase was, I'm going where growth flows. Yeah. And that's kind of what I got. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I grew so much. And, like, I let go of a lot of toxic people, toxic just relationships. I've let go of a lot of just... Even, like, toxic things. And that's mm-hmm. where even Joe Dispenza, Jordan Peterson, Tom Bilyeu, all the people that he have, he's had on his channel, that's why I'm really big on podcasts because mm-hmm. it kind of sinks in for me. Yeah. And so, for me, it was just really big. And I think a huge thing for me was, like, letting go of certain narratives that I used to identify myself with. Yeah. And, like, it made my whole identity. Mm-hmm. And that's really where, for me, like, I can – I'm a very extreme person. Um, I can have a very addictive personality. Oh, you and me both, sister. Yeah, fuck. Back. And so, like, for me, it's, like, if I'm into something, I go full force. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so there was a lot of different dogmas and ideologies that I got into. Again, like, one being veganism, which, like, really fucked me royally. And, like, you know, other things being, like, I always would say, I'm, like, I'm the girl who lost her dad at 16. Mm-hmm. Like, that was honestly an identity that I had. And mm-hmm. I was just, like, 
I feel like, you know, I would always say to you, like, everything goes back to my dad. Mm-hmm. And it does. It is. There's so much truth in that. But you lived your identity in that. Yeah. You and, no longer do. And I kind of, like, would be buried with that. And yeah. so for me, it kind of always kept me in this, like, this state of just, like, oh, but everything goes back to that and, like, all this trauma and everything. And so I basically maneuvered my entire life around it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I just kind of, like, after especially listening to Joe Dispenza, again, guys, seriously listen to him. He's phenomenal. But, like, he made me really question the fact that, like, what narratives are keeping us stagnant. Yeah. And, you know, what justifications and what cycles are we doing that are really not producing the outcomes we want? Mm-hmm. And, like, we continue to victimize ourselves and, like, think it's outside of our control. Yeah. And we think that it's, the like, the universe. So why me? But it's like, holy shit, you, you have to really get a grasp of yourself mm-hmm. and realize, like, we got one life to live. Are you going to live it being a victim? Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, I could have been a victim for the last, I would say, 10 years of my life. I've been physically and mentally, emotionally psychologically suffering yeah you know what fuck. I mean and especially physically like I've lived in I don't really talk about it but I've I have like chronic pain and so for me it's like nothing will test you more than when you're in chronic pain again very different things over the years especially with my gut but yeah. like I think for me it just it really affected like my relationships it affected my interactions it affected everything in my life mm-hmm. and I got to the point where I'm like fuck this like I don't want to be a victim and yeah even if I still have pain certain days or whatever I think I got to the point where I'm like I'm either gonna I'm gonna crawl myself like I'm gonna crawl out of this if if I have to yeah like I'd rather do this than just like let it be and just like live my life in victimhood because that that killed so many years of my life and it's so sad it made me so stagnant and it just again talking about manifestation and the law of attraction you attract what you are and so when I was in victim mentality, I was also low vibrational. I was in fear. I was in the ego. I was in all of these things. What did I attract? Toxic people, toxic friendships. I attracted uh, toxic lifestyle patterns. Also staying in those relationships with those people or those friendships with those people and knowing how how toxic it was. But that was the only thing that brought you comfort. And, f- and that's what's scary about being in yeah. a fucked up mind state when literally the only thing that's bringing you comfort is the, one of the things that's fucking you up. And I feel that's toxic. It's toxic as shit. And that's how, you know, at that point in time, you fast forward to where you're at now and you say to yourself, wow, like if you think growth isn't real and you really look back at like the way that we've lived our lives, like Like, you got to give yourself credit. Exactly. Like sometimes you just have to like take a step back and really just appreciate how far you've come because we don't do that enough. And I feel like even grounding in terms of manifestation, law of attraction, all this shit. And like life is so overwhelming. Like life is literally fucking insane. And I think we, a lot of the times forget to ground ourselves. We forget that we need to give ourselves those words of affirmation. Even if it's just fucking literally going silent for 15 minutes, allocate 15 minutes of your day, meditate, put on a, uh, a guided meditation on Spotify. Like, Put just do anything for yourself. Journal, listen to music, like go mm-hmm. on a fucking walk. I know it sounds cliche as shit, but if you really put into your mind that the, in those moments, sign off of your phone, like literally put your That's, fucking phone yeah. away and literally say to yourself, I am going to allocate this time for me. This yeah. is me time. And the more you get into the pattern of doing that, the more I feel like in tune you become with yourself. And I think that's a huge fucking important aspect of self-love and the law of attraction and all of these things. And I also think, though, like, I have a theory where I'm like, it's not always necessarily about the actual actions and tools that we do. I think it really comes down to discipline. Yeah. And, like, especially, I think, I I listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson, too, and he's, like, big on this. But a lot of, like, people who are, again, like, really big on, like, 
you know, self-development and everything. I think doing these things is teaching you discipline. Yeah. And teach and, and through discipline, you also learn, you, you get, you gain more self-love, mm-hmm. self-respect because you're like, wow, good for me. I've been doing this habit that has been making me feel good, whatever, for 21 days. And it's like, yeah. So it's like whether that's a diet, whether that's affirmations in the morning, whether that's just, you know, grounding or doing meditation, like you said, I'm like, it's a fact that like, if you can learn how to hold yourself accountable and just do these things every single day, like that's also going to play out into every other aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. And you are going to be a successful person. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And I think it's super impressive and it's not easy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like even for myself, like, it's been very difficult to find ways to ground myself and, you know, throw mental illness into the mix. Like, it's not as easy as fucking ABC, one, two, three. Like, you really have to dedicate and put your fucking mind to it and really allow yourself the space to be patient with yourself because sometimes even through, like, a meditation, I'm like, I literally can't sit here right now. Like, my brain is literally going all over Mm -hmm. the place. I can't fucking focus. I'm just like, but you know what? I'm going to do my best. And sometimes I can't fucking do it, so I get up and say, it's fine, I'll try again later. And yeah, and you just can't beat yourself over about it. You can't. And I think all of that plays into, you know, your higher being, and it's so important. And, like, speaking from experience, like, we've literally, both of us have seen so many things in our lives come to fruition from manifesting, and the more in tune you become with yourself, the more in tune you become with the universe. And it all, we, we are all a part of the same system here, all you know? connected. Yeah, which is so fucking, like, crazy, like... <laughs> It's actually insane. It's surreal. But um, to wrap up today's episode, I would just like to say we really appreciate the suggestions for the questions that we got on our poll because this was literally like one question and fucking covered like an hour. (laughs) I'm like, I wanted to talk about other stuff too. I know, which we totally will. But we appreciate everyone's support. It always means so much. And we enjoy this so much. This is literally just therapy for us. Like this is so healing. It's so therapeutic. And honestly, it's like we we talked about it like the last couple times, like we listened back to our podcast and we're like, wow, it's so like weird to actually sit there and hear yourself talk about things. Like damn, we got some good points. Like damn, we're kind of smart and shit. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, um, follow us on social media. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Bye. Take care.